I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's not your mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP Radio. We have the technology. We have the capability to make the world's first bionic man. I was I was gonna do my uh, the intro for my for my resurrection because I'm alive. We're back here at GDBRadio.com. I don't know if that all translate on the radio. I'll try to do the whole six million dollar man uh, introduction. But uh, wow, feels good to be back. Uh, we had a, a little bit of an off uh, stretch there. I was a uh, a little bit laid up for a few weeks. Uh, I had a pretty pretty rough illness that I was hospitalized for. Uh, a little touch and go there for a while, but. I called three weeks ago and told Crystal I wasn't going to be able to come in because I have a pneumonia, a double pneumonia, and a blood clot in my lung, and I'm basically dying. And, of course, she's such a sweetheart. She said, well, you better find a way to get your ass in. They fired. And uh, that's the kind of person I was. <laughs> so uh, just wanted to, to throw that out there. Um, but I did not make it in. But we are back now. We were supposed to be back last week. I was still on uh, – uh, rest duty because I was pretty short with my wind and uh, we were supposed to come back last week but then um, the whole Facebook uh, there was a whole internet outage issue that we couldn't log on to the server um, or as I put it I tripped over the cord and unplugged the internet which is probably more than like um, <laughs> but we are back and we're happy to be back com. Crystal Stewart my favorite co-host uh, besides Robert and Sparky and Stacy. And everyone else is all tied for uh, for number two. But you're my favorite. How are you? <laughs> well, I'm I'm really I'm your favorite. Wow, I'm the favorite, folks. I'm so excited. I'm good. I'm good. I I myself am getting over being sick. So it seems like we've had this thing. So maybe we had to be knocked down in order to come back stronger. So that's right. You know, that's a, that's a good theme here. And I'm I'm not going to recommend you guys all go for the double pneumonia diet, but I'm just going to say I lost a pretty good chunk of weight there in the hospital and uh, I'll take it. So uh, Michael Mullins is officially endorsing the double pneumonia blood clot in the lung diet uh, available at <laughs> com or whatever. <laughs> uh, oy, oy, oy. All right. Well, we have a lot to get to tonight because, 
Uh, we've bumped our guests about three times now. And did you find out which area code he's going to be calling from? Because we have a few people on the line. I want to make sure I grab so, the right one. Um, I, I, there's two, but I think it's going to be 770, I think. All right. Uh, Roy Vix, if you are hearing this, press 1 on your keypad so you'll show up because I don't see a 770. So uh, I can't see uh, anybody calling unless they uh, poke that 1. So uh, we are having Roy on. He was a follow-up Warrior of the Week uh, from a couple months back, and, and we always like to kind of follow up with our Warriors of the Week because, as we always talk about, it's not about, you know, the short game. It's about the long run. It's about the long term, and we right. have to check back in right. because a lot of people are fired up at the beginning. A lot of people are fired up a couple of years later. But if you follow people, it's just, you know, people find different ways to sustain their motivation, and uh, it's going to be a fun uh, conversation. We're going to see where he at today, and I think I might have him right here. He just popped up. Roy, how are you, man? Hey, gang, we did it. <laughs> Hi, Roy. Yes, we we did it. Thank you very much. Sorry, I apologize for for bumping you for a few weeks. Roy was supposed to be on with us uh, several times, but um, you know we were getting ready to go, and Crystal was like, you know, I don't feel like talking to Roy tonight, so we're just can him. We'll figure oh, it out you later. Lie. Um, so I am <laughs> completely throwing Crystal under the bus on that. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yep. story, story of my life. Story of my life. Right? Uh, That's totally cool, though. I don't mind one bit. I'm I'm easy to get a hold of and easy to uh, reschedule. I'm totally flexible. All right. Um, speaking of flexible, I hear you guys are down at the Atlanta uh, Performance Center right now. Hammer announcing DDP yoga work. What a, what a segue. Thank you for throwing me that softball right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, you guys are down at the Atlanta Workshop uh, crushing some DDP yoga this weekend with a bunch of amazing team members over at uh, Team DDPY. Uh, tell us, uh, well, you're down there right now. What's the vibe? Who, what, what's going on down there? Have uh, have we uh, had a confirmed Josh McAdoo uh, sighting yet? Well, I'll tell you what. I'm on the outskirts of Atlanta. I met my in-laws uh, tonight. I'll, I'll be over there um bright and early tomorrow morning before the sun but um uh we've been kind of in contact with each other and all the uh all the warriors are pretty much in the house or on their way so the the wow. crowd is gathering um i've been talking to guys you know like i said since this morning people were you know coming in onesies twosies i think there's a couple of people still on planes um but everybody's there i'm not sure of uh any mcadoo sightings though yeah, he's there. Um, <laughs> well, we better, we better alert the governor to uh, to submit that state of emergency request. McAdoo's in the city. Uh, <laughs> right? We'll, yeah, we'll, uh, put, we'll put out the alert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so well, I'm glad to have you on, and it's actually kind of cool that it lined up this week while you're while you're on your way down there because uh, I know a lot of people are, are heading towards uh, the PC to to get together and, and gather and and just inspire a bunch of people and you know fire up each other and uh, there's no greater place to be if you want if you especially if you're running low in that tank of motivation or inspiration you get in that building with a bunch of like-minded fired up DPO the warriors and you fuel that that inspiration tank for another year or so because there's such a cool energy when you're around positive like-minded people as you know from being around this community for a long time and uh, I know that you've been here a while so you know as you know 
it is definitely instrumental to get that tank refilled every every now and then, kind of refocus uh, why you're here and you know readjust your goals, your expectations, and just kind of reset your mind. And it's it's such a cool place to kind of go and gather as a group to do that. Yeah, absolutely. And this is um, this is my second time at, at this you know the yearly uh, get together. And um, but I'm fortunate enough my my in laws are here and in the area and my uh you know my wife grew up here so i get to do a lot of cool you know just pc visits all the time when i you know need that little recharge and even if all them people aren't there like you still get that same thing from uh you know garrett and pat and all the guys there and anybody that works there really i mean i mean anybody it's just, it's uh contagious and then now especially this time a year with uh, everybody coming from all over you know, obviously excited to see the guys that I literally, you know, talk to every single day. There's there's guys in the community that I speak to literally once a day at least. Um, uh, you know, the list is super long, but I'm anxious to meet the the newer people that have you know really got the ball rolling. And this is um, I told Crystal this this is my favorite time of year, especially yeah. in the the DDPY community because now like people's new year's resolutions are starting to take shape and you can see them kind of like, wow, you know, I had that feeling too, like this is really working. And so, you know, you get around like February and March and all of a sudden like you're noticing, you know, you're going out to buy new pants and, and stuff like that. And so it's going to be cool to, to kind of see some of the new the people I've been tracking since new year's. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, that's that's awesome, and that's you know, especially when you've been away from some people for so long. Like you know, some people you probably haven't seen in a year. Some people it's been a few months, but you kind of reconnect, and and they may not see change in you, or you may not see change in them on a daily basis via the internet, or even like you know face to face. But when you've been separated for a few months, and then you get to you know face to face with somebody you've been following or or been in touch with, that's when when the physical changes and just the, the the body type and the ability just really pops off the page and you really kind of get a, a great uh, understanding for how much has been accomplished in that time that you've been apart. Yeah, and that's that's really one of the cool things too. I think for, for like the, the 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 core group of guys that I, I talk to and, and girls, um, the physical change isn't really there. I think we're all generally about the same place, you know, give or take, you know, losing – couple pounds here or there but it's the um the guys that are just killing it out there like on the instructor field you know like uh you know ben and ben carson and bruce and like yep. and steve and these guys are just destroying it and i'm like my goodness look at these guys and uh so like that kind of change like their their business is just growing and they're you see like they're they're throwing pictures around us like their classes are getting bigger and bigger and and, uh, you know, people are starting to hop on board. And, and so as far as physical changes, like, yeah, the guy's still doing it, you know. And, and um, the, uh, this, the, the, the growth in general, you know, of, of what they're accomplishing and goals just being, I mean, just destroyed, you know, these guys are knocking down walls. And it's cool to watch that and we'll get to, you know, chat about it. Uh, it's 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 so cool, and you talked about the business aspect, people who are getting certified and crushing it on the certification field. 
Um, of course, the UP Yoga is a fitness company, and we're talking about motivation and inspiration. Um, if you read Cage's book, uh, Positively Unstoppable, or there was an article in Yahoo Finance recently about DDP Yoga and the Performance Center, it's it sounds so you know it sounds so you know, self help cliche, but Cage is one of those people that you can learn so from so much from from a fitness standpoint, a health standpoint. But when you look at his drive and, and his business, you know, there's so much to take away as a human being who's trying to succeed in life outside of just on the mat. Or, you know, he has this amazing blueprint on how to be positive and be successful um, because you are driven or because you will believe in yourself or you believe in an idea or, or a product. And there really is this kind of um, just baseline, you know, uh, universal theme of, just hard work that goes into everything he does, whether it's on the mat or his eating healthy or, or his work ethic that translate into life and, and into making it happen via your job or your finance or your career or your goals or your expectations or whatever it may be. So when you're kind of studying this program and you're reading this material that's so available to you, when you get into something you're inspired about, like teaching classes or trying to make a living doing the fitness thing, it's such an amazing tool to have a role model like that who's been successful and just persistent and just unstoppable um, to kind of look to as, as, as a guide to be successful outside of just on the yoga mat. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And that's that's a, one of the biggest things, I think, from the program that I took away from. I mean, absolutely, you know, losing 85 pounds is a big deal. But the the program is really, I call it a concrete foundation that i put everything else on top of and it's just unshakable and um every other goal that i've set for myself is is surrounded you know like kind of rooted in you know dallas's theories and philosophies and and the book is i've been having fun calling it the self-help book for people who wouldn't be caught dead reading a self-help book and it's because that's what it is. It's like I'm not a self-help book guy, but but you open up his book, and and of course people that have met him, like you, you can relate to him because he talks, you know, like a normal guy. He's not throwing out all these big words. And and one of the coolest things, I don't know a bunch about wrestling. I think I told you that last time, but I knew you know some of the big the big guys. But and and Dallas always talks about the 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 stuff that he learned from Dusty Rhodes and and all these other guys and and the cool thing is like you're getting the stuff that they told him like and he's giving it to you so you're, you're like you. getting all this like these golden like nuggets of wisdom and advice and stuff that he's used and like hey this works so listen to what you know Dusty told me or or listen to what you know the in the book he talks about these big business owners that gave him all this advice and, and it's like man this that that really works it's it's average guy type stuff which is what I like about it yeah now, when I first PY, um, I kind of I had someone say to me um, in the uh, at the team site, and they had said the best way to think about all of this is think of yourself as a furnace, and you have a bunch of filters. And up until this point of you coming to the team site, um, your filters have been dirty. You've been stuck in bad habits, or you know you've put on a bunch of weight, or whatever the case may be. But this is the thing that's going to help you um, 
clean out those filters and get new filters or whatever the case may be. But it just, it helps on so many levels to make you run more efficiently. Yeah, that's a hundred percent true. I mean, it certainly yeah. was the way I looked at it. Yeah. I, was, I, I looked at, um, you know, two and a half years ago when I started this, um, that's one of the things that, that drove me to do it was I kind of understood what he was coming from. It wasn't just a guy saying, Hey, uh, do these exercises. You're going to lose a bunch of weight. No, he, mm-hmm. he, he, he put the rest of like what you do every day for a living or, or the, the goal you're setting for yourself. It didn't even have to be physical. Like I'm, you know, when he says, I'm, when he was learning how to read, he said, I'm going to read this book before, you know, this year's over. And he read every single day. And so you, you put what you're doing to your body physically and then apply that to everything else you do, and it, it all comes together, and it's it's absolutely sure amazing. Does. It's a great feeling, wow. too. You're like, wow, this this works in, in everything else, too. This works at the office or out on the, the shop floor. You know, it's it's really cool. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, when, can I ask you a question, Roy? Um, did you relate to the vulnerability of Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I guess, like I in what way? Um, just, you know, because Dallas is so open to put his story out there. Did you relate to um, in the beginning when you first came here and you kind of thought, geez, you know, yoga, I don't know, you know. But then, you know, when you you kind of have to throw yourself into it. You have to kind of believe in something a little bit more than you are. Yeah, oh, I, to yeah, believe. I totally, totally yeah. get it. Yeah, absolutely, I sure did, and, <laughs> and that was um, kind of one of the bigger steps for me was kind of letting go of of that. Okay, I'm not doing this really well on my own. So, um, and then you know, I'm a hard-headed, tough guy, and um, I'm a soldier, and I'm which it balances out because you know after. Um, Ten years in the army, I'm good at being told what to do, even if I don't mm-hmm. like it. And um, so Dallas's way of telling you, "This is going to work. Just do what I'm telling you to do." I did that, right? And um, I didn't like it at first. <laughs> yeah, well. I was like, "All right, I'm going <laughs> to listen to this guy." And, and um, I, like I told you last time, it was about two, two or three weeks into the doing the program. I yep. I knew found out where the PC was and I said oh that's right by my in laws house so I went and I went to the workshop and um, there was just a handful of people in there and that's when he told me that you know the guy didn't know me from anybody and he, he asked you know, we just talked for a few minutes and and he said hey man I believe I believe in you you can do this and you're gonna do this and he said look at you you're here you know and he goes he drove five hours you know, just to see. So you're already, you know, taking that step. And, and that's when I was kind of locked in. I was like, yeah, I'm doing this. And, um, and that's exactly where I got locked into the community aspect because I realized right. that, that I wasn't doing it alone. And that's why I told no. you that, you know, little Lacey walked over and said, Hey, I'm Lacey. And, and she'd been doing it for a while. And I was, she told me, you know, her deal and, and kind of became like a little mentor, you know, even if she didn't know it. I was following her and 
talking to her on social media and stuff and seeing what she was doing and I'm like, man, you know, okay. And that, you know, that led to meeting other people and other people. And now I got like these like rock solid friends, you know, that, that I'm here, you know, drove all this way to see. That's amazing. One of the, the, the key elements I, I've always said was the, the material and, and the workouts and his, his conversations and his, his education and his wisdom that he imparts is, is so, um, that's what I'm looking for, accessible to the average person without being dumbed down. Because there's right. some people try to be overly complex and overly, you know, analytical for to play to the smart, super smart crowd. But then there's the part that people try to be, you know, talk to you like you're an idiot. Paige has this ability of being a complex, intelligent human being without talking down to the average person but also making it accessible so everyone feels included. It's not over anybody's head, you know, and that's one of the real uh, important parts is is the everyman aspect of things and the accessibility because, you know, uh, oftentimes it gets lumped in as as self-help or or all that stuff. And as soon as I hear self-help, my mind goes to Stuart Smalley from SNL and Ben (laughs) over the top. And and I'm out. Like, you know, you know, there's like a negative connotation to that. So I hate to think of what he does as self help. I just he imparts this common sense that kind of is so evident and there, always present. Like it's so it's like almost tangible. Like of course I can grab that. That's common sense. But he puts it in front of you in a way that you realize that you're either, you know, trying to avoid what's just blatantly right there. Um, and he he's not a cheeseball. I don't even know how to say it because now when he says something, those lines he says, those lines sometimes, you know, those self-help lines, you know, I, uh, you know uh, I like me, you know, in the mirror, all that stuff comes across as cheesy. When he says it, there's an authenticity in his voice, and there's, an, there's a, a feeling behind it because you know that he thinks it. He knows it's true. Like he's not picking right. you a line. He's saying something that's been internalized in his heart and has literally made him as successful as he is right now. And for some reason, a lot of these self-help people just, it seems shallow and marketable and just, it's just coming from an empty place. But everything he says, and honestly, when I first heard about Paige, people would tell me, oh, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. And then when I finally met him eight years ago, kind of assumed he was a gimmick. Like I assumed that (laughs) This is just a work. It's it's, it's a it's a money grab. You know, he's selling a he's selling a product that he knows a bunch of marks are going to buy, and that was my first you know experience. My my first uh, thoughts, and that's what people always assume when I tell them you know DDP yoga DDPY is yeah. oh it's just going to make him money mark until you get to know the guy and you realize that he believes in this as much as anybody believes in anything and. Everything he pitches, he has this grain of integrity that's almost just a rarefied air because you don't find people who are just that honestly, uh, you know, back what they say. Everything seems to have an angle. But with him, it's coming from a place of authenticity that you don't find places. And I think that's very sensible to people when they come in contact with him for the first time. You know, even the most jaded, skeptical people coming into DDPI yeah. often leave with the feeling that he – is the real deal. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, that's that's what that's what uh, pretty much locked me in because yeah, I thought the same thing. I'm a I'm a hands-on kind of guy, so a couple weeks into the program, I said I'm going to go, you know, put my hands on this. I want to see, and um, and sure enough, I mean, you know, just a couple minutes of uh, talking to the guy, and I've talked to him several times since. But you know, brief, quick conversations. I mean, we don't get together for the holidays or anything, but we're you know, he he generally gives a darn about what you're doing and, and why. And even if he doesn't know you, he, he wants you to do your best and succeed. And I, I heard him say once, you know, you're either going to do it or you're not, you know, that's not right. up to him. It's not right. up to him, you know? So he says, do it. You know, that, that's all there is to it. That's the philosophy. Do it. <laughs> and I mean, I think one of the biggest things that I have always taken away from Dallas, from all the times I've talked to him and, and one of, so I have commonly referred to myself. And I mean, I think we all have, you know, a degree of brokenness. So I think, you know, I needed to buy the new book because maybe it could explain what the heck was going on with me or whatever the case may be. But Dallas actually showed me uh, personally that maybe it wasn't all about self-help indeed it was about self-worth yes um 100 and that's um that was one of my biggest issues was uh you know i started this when my daughter was you know we adopted her and and then um you know six months down the road i was looking at her sleeping and i said i don't this this girl this little baby that's already has an amazing story deserves me at my best she doesn't deserve the fat dad that is running out of breath walking down the driveway she deserves me at 100 percent. and that's when i started looking into something to do but you know i i I lean on my faith for everything but there was still something you know i i will go above and beyond to help and serve others but i'll put myself on the back burner and in order to fix myself and better myself for her I needed to start kind of looking at what was wrong with me. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I was looking for some self-help kind of answers, too, and they were, you know, ridiculous and bogus. And um, Right. And I wanted to be – I wanted that drive and that attitude and that, you know, can do, never quit, all the way till I die drive that I had in 10 years in the Army. And it was gone because I got out in 2003 – and just fell flat on my face and bloomed up to about 300 pounds and just gave up. And um, that soldier was gone, and it just killed me every day to look in the mirror. And it was a little tiny baby in a crib snoring that lit the fuse, and then that led me to go face-to-face to a guy that I didn't know, didn't know me, a complete stranger, tell me, Look, man, you can do it. You're going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what did it. Sometimes the answers are easier than we make them, but sometimes we just need something or someone to kind of light up the neon sign. You know what I mean? Um, I think Paige does that for a lot of people. When I was was in the hospital a couple weeks ago, I had a severe pneumonia. I had a a blood clot in my my lung, and I had a blood pressure when I went to the hospital of 246 over 146, which was, I've never had blood pressure issues in my life, 
I went in there, and my father, I knew it was serious because my father-in-law, who was always busting my balls, we, we, don't, we don't have that, like, you know, we love each other, but we don't have that kind of tender, let's show each other, you know, how much we love each other, a relationship, we're always just kind of ragging on each other and, and having fun with each other. And when I saw the look on his face, I thought something was wrong. And uh, he works at the hospital that I was, I was in for five days last uh, few weeks, a couple weeks ago. And he was telling me that he went home and told Sue, uh, his wife, that I don't know if he's going to pull through this. So, you know, Mm -hmm. when you kind of come out on the other end of it and realize how bad off you were, that's kind of a slap in the face. And and I was talking to Katie, my wife, and I'm like, I got to get the the weight off, the rest of this weight off. I was doing really well. I was doing really good with my momentum. I was losing weight. Got hit with this pneumonia, and it kind of threw me on my ass for a few days. And been in the hospital, and like I came out, and I had lost even more weight, which I don't recommend that as a diet plan, by the way. <laughs> but, but you know, suddenly I realized that I have this like this jump start. Like I just flushed my system. I got all these antibiotics. I got all this, you know, fluid. I lost weight, and you know, this is a good pre-kickoff point to kind of put things in perspective. And I'm in um, I'm an overly analytical human being. I'm curious naturally. I'm skeptical naturally. I love to reverse engineer things. I like to figure out the process. I like to figure out the psychology behind things. But I realize that sometimes in my own world, my analytical nature, it kind of works against me. And, you know, Katie and I, every night when when I have a bad night eating-wise or when we go out and I just pig out and feel like garbage, we have these conversations and I just say, well, I think I do this because of this and this causes me to do this. And I'm always reverse engineering my process. And I realized that I'm spending so much time trying to figure out my process that I'm not even kind of looking at a solution. I'm just constantly staying in the problem instead of going outside and just, and sometimes I said to her, I said, I want to stop living inside of the problem. I want to stop, I want to stop flash, like lighting a flashlight and looking around the problem, trying to figure things out. I just want to sit here and in this moment, I want to make a good decision. Like in this moment, that's all I have is this very moment. And in this moment, if I'm faced with two choices, I want to make the right decision, a good decision. And it's worked for me for a couple of weeks now. I've lost even more weight. I've dropped like two pants sizes since my, uh, yeah. my uh, hospital. Good job. Simple as I'm here right now, what's the best decision I can make this moment? And I found that simple, that simplistic answer has worked for me because I spent so much time in the problem with a flashlight and a magnifying glass trying to look around to see why things happen, you know? Yeah. It's just, it's been working for me. It's, it's simple, but it's, it's so true. Sometimes you got to get out of the problem and just do the right thing right now. Yeah. And it's not worth, uh, you know, wasting all the time. I, I do the same thing and I, I look back at, you know, I got a, I got a long story about horrible mistakes and and wrong turns that I've made leading up to, you know, two and a half years ago. And, and I try to figure out, you know, why did I do this? Why did I do that? I should have done this, should have done that. And it just, it just, it really destroys you. And it it starts ruining um, any goal that you have for yourself. And, and yeah, at at the end of the day, you know, who cares? It's gone. You know, if you, if you stare in the rear view mirror, you're going to crash into a telephone pole. So you just, you know, I, I do the same thing, and I'll catch myself. You know, oh, I, I wonder if if this is the reason that I that I did that. And I'm like, oh, okay, quit being stupid and just you know go do whatever it is you're doing. And yeah, it, and the easiest answer is always more than likely the right answer. So, 
Yeah, and I mean, it's one of those things that the windshield is always bigger than the rear view mirror for a reason. No, no doubt. It's more important. It's more important where you're going than where you've been. That's a fact. Live by that. Yeah. There you go. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's so true. And I know, Crystal, you and I talk all the time. You've had some moments where yep. you just, you know, in the gutter. And I have some moments where I'm in the gutter. And I'm sure Roy does, too. And it sounds, I mean, I can give all the advice in the world, and it all makes sense to me. But when you hit that gutter, man, nothing, no one can say anything that you want to hear. And you can't nope. talk yourself, you know, out of it a lot of times. So we're all going to have those moments where I know all the right things to tell my best friend who's in a bind. I know all the things to say to my wife when she's feeling down in the dumps. But those things that I know that, you know, work, that I'll spout off like, uh, you know, song lyrics that I've sang a thousand times, when you're in that hole, like, you know, you, it's hard to talk yourself out of it. So we're going to find ourselves in spots like that. And the thing is, you got to prepare for them. And, and the key is, eventually you're going to have to learn how to navigate without completely crashing right. the car. You know, we're looking at the river here and we got to at least stay on the road um, because it's going to happen several times throughout our lives. And I know, Roy, you've been around here for a while and I'm sure you've seen some moments where just, you know, you throw your hands up and just, I can't do this today type of thing. And how do you kind of manage the long term, you know, without just completely falling off the rails? Because a lot of people in this community, we're talking about the, PC this week, a lot of people are going to go there this week that are embarrassed or feel ashamed. I know I would have been one of them if I hadn't gotten sick. I was going down there and I was going to be embarrassed to what I looked like and embarrassed to show myself, you know, to all these people who have seen me, you know, at my best. You know, crawling back with your tail between your legs uh, feels in which you're not, but you feel like it um, is hard. So what do you do and what do you say to those people and what do you do to kind of just be able to check yourself when things get hard? Uh, well, that actually, it, it, yeah, you're right. It happens to everybody, and it just happened to me the other day. And I'm a extremely positive and upbeat guy, almost to the point where people get irritated by it, like at work. <laughs> They're like, "Quit, quit with your positivity." You know, that everything's going really bad. And I'm like, "Well, it could be worse. You know, we could be on fire or something." So, so, uh, but the other day, yeah, I was. I was just over it. Um, I get up. I get up every day about three thirty. Uh, there's actually like a good circle of us in the community that get up about the same time, and you, you'll see little messages pop up like, "Hey, start my workout," and I work out at about three forty-five to about four fifteen. Um, on Saturdays, I, I do you know long distance uh, triathlon training, so I get on my bike and and uh, Saturday it was four a.m. And I walked out in the garage and I started getting on my bike and I said, I'm over it. I just, this is dumb. You've already done an Ironman. There's no reason to do another one. And that, that voice somehow, I'm really good at shutting it up, but sometimes it snakes its way in and I hear it and it's like, and I go, yeah, that's right. There's no reason to do this. I could just go back to bed or I can go start some coffee and put the news on. Maybe I'll just lay on the couch with the dog you know, and enjoy the quiet of the house before everybody gets up. And and then I, I you, you start thinking it, you start believing it. And 
so the, the the best way that I've found to like fight those those days is, and and I do it on a daily basis almost. There's always something you know negative you got to fight. That's that's normal, but um, I just think think of what I've accomplished, and even in you know, not just two and a half years of doing DEPY, but other other aspects of my life. I look at you know the day that our daughter came into our lives and I look at, you know, something I accomplished, you know, a couple of years back, like, wow, remember when you did that? This is what you were thinking. This is what you were focused on. And you didn't give up. You didn't sit on the sideline and let it pass. So for, you know, when somebody has a big setback, you know, we all have setbacks and they're, they, they vary in size for, for everybody. <laughs> a, a, a little tiny day like I had Saturday is a huge deal to me. That's like gaining weight to me. Like, okay, well, how did I let that happen? How did I let that negativity slide in? You know, um, but if someone you know that has had a major setback and and gained a hundred pounds, or you know, or even you know fell off the the program for a couple years and, and gained weight, you would just look back. You you did it before. You know, where were you? What were you thinking? Right. You know, what what right. were you locked into that made you do it? Let's let's go back there and look at that and, and do it again. And for somebody to to come to the PC that has gained a hundred pounds or whatever, or twenty or thirty or whatever it may be, what better place than to come show that off and be like, Hey guys, look, I fell off, you know, what help me out and, and we're going to lift you up on our shoulders and be like, look, man, you could do it. You know, <laughs> you know, you're part of this, like you're in this, you've done it. Let's do it again. Let's get to the mm-hmm. bottom of it. We're here to help you. And so, I, I mean, what better place to, to come, you know, not with your tail tucked between your legs, but maybe a little like down and out, but what a better place to get lifted back up. Right. Exactly. And I mean, I don't honestly think, I mean, falling down is because when I went to the PC, I had fallen completely on my face. I wasn't the person I was three years prior. And you know what, what I learned after I had a complete and utter anxiety attack at the PC, um, because I was looking around and I was ashamed to be there. And I honestly didn't think that I belonged there. I remember, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't until that moment when I stopped and got outside of my thinking that that's exactly where I needed to be. Exactly it, yeah. where I needed to be. It right. sure was. Right. My boat definitely had a hole in it, and it was going down. My boat was going down, and it felt like it was going down. But it wasn't sinking as fast as I thought it was because – I think for me going to the PC, it it proved to me that I had the power to change everything once again. Absolutely, I remember that. I remember that very vividly. Yeah, I literally. You're not going to be the only one either. You're not going to. You're not going to go in there and know that's the one that fell off her perch, and it's not going to be on the back screen there. Welcome Crystal Stewart, who fell on her face and is not the same person three years ago. It's not going to be over the loudspeaker, you know. There's going to be yeah. so many other people in your in the in the same boat, and I guarantee you, there's people who are going to be there 
tomorrow and all weekend who thinks that everyone notices how terrible they look and nobody notices. You know what I mean? Right. Because we have that self-sabotaging thoughts in our... When I looked better than I've ever looked in my life, I used to take photos, progress photos, and I'd notice everything. I'd notice my sides look too wide, my love handles look big, my thighs are at a bad angle. I look at those pictures now and I'm like, I look incredible. But in that moment, you almost can't give yourself the satisfaction. And in a kind of narcissistic, self-loathing kind of you know, yeah. way, you're like, everyone notices how bad I look. And meanwhile, everyone's just glad to see you, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Right? And, it was you weird. know, and if, and if, right. you said, if you said that to, uh, you know, the boss, if you said that to Dallas, he'd say, great, go do it again. Go fix yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> right? There's, there's, your, there's your big, you know, thunderous, booming advice. Go do it again. Go yeah. fix it. Right. Well, we're so looking for the magical I... voice from the heavens to come down and just give us all the the the, the right answer. It's like you know, um, on uh, Funky Wagner's porch, the great mystical answer given to us in the mayonnaise jar. We're gonna open it up, and all the answers are gonna be there. When you find out that it's just do it again, it's very non-dramatic. It's very uneventful, but it's right. You just get back on the horse. There's, there's no there's no drama, there's no epic, <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Know, solving of the problem. Yeah, so when I remember and Roy was there when I was at the PC as well, so he bared witness to my complete falling apart, but I it was very kind of strange for me because not everybody in that room knew where I was coming from. So they didn't know that, you know, Three years prior, I had been diagnosed with MS, and my life had been a giant roller coaster ride down. But the greatest thing about falling down is getting back up. So when I was on the plane ride home after Summit, I came up with this thing, and it kind of stuck. It found its way on my quote wall, and it was basically... DDP yoga. It's not about the size of your ass. It's about getting your head out of it. Yeah. Yep. That's a good one. And that, that was really important. And it's we, and true. so much of us permanently live with our heads in our asses. You know, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> but unfortunately, yeah. And it's yeah, and it is. You know, once you once you stick your head out and just kind of see the sunshine and see for what it is, and it's. Uh, I, it, you know, you hear these, I was talking about before, you hear these quotes and over and over and over again, and, 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 you know, you're able to recite them and repeat them, but there's so much wisdom in there if you just, you can't just say them. They, they're not, like, they're not you know, lyrics that we are the champion, that you're in a bar and you can sing off the top of your head and not think about. When you use these quotes and when you say them and you actually kind of just take a minute to just think about what they mean, not just that they look pretty or sound nice or they are uh, right. rhythmic, you know, the way the way they kind of flow is is rhythmic. And, um, you know, a lot of the quotes you see on people's Facebook walls that they'll, they'll put up there and, oh, yeah, that's a pretty sounding quote, you know, use a lot of fluffy, nice language. But, you know, no one, no one actually kind of listens to, like, the, 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 uh, the depth behind a lot of these things. It sounds nice, so I'll share it. But if you take a minute to kind of just, like, see some of this stuff and really internalize it, a lot of the stuff that floats around the DDPOD universe when I first got started here was the stuff that clicked me into place more than so than anything else. Uh, 
the stuff uh, no one can do more damage to you than you. So on the surface, it sounds nice. It's clever. It's it's nice yep. worded. It's a it's a pretty little package of a quote. But when I kind of internalized that, I realized that all this problems and my eating and my my lifetime of just you know giving up on things it was I projected all of this stuff onto other people like that's the reason why it didn't happen or that's the reason why this didn't happen or I can't do this because of him or her. And when you realize that you have so much power to kind of reverse your, you know, your direction, your negative direction and everything I do, both failure and successes are within my capabilities, within my hands. That's a power that's kind of life changing and, you realize that, and, and it was just a quote, an off quote from that DDP audio thing that he put out years ago that I kind of just, you know, made it all click for me. It's yeah, so absolutely. powerful, and it's familiar, so it's really important to get in touch with that kind of stuff again, like to really internalize the thing that we kind of just, you know, nonchalantly throw out there, those, those great quotes that we say to each other, you know, almost as almost like a, an off-the-cuff greeting, but there's such great wisdom in those. Yeah, and, and, then, and there's there's tons of them too. And people, you know, like you said, people got you know a list of them. But my my theory with with quotes and stuff is when you find the one, you just say it all the time. And mine, my favorite one's not even a quote. It's it's a, a sentence that several people have said to me, including Dallas himself. Said, "I believe you can do this." And my wife has said that to me. Family, friends have said that to me over the years. And that's. I, I don't say that to myself. I hear them say it to me in the morning, you know, when I wake up or when I'm having a bad day or when I'm, you know, training for something. I just hear, you know, a, a big bunch of people tell me, I believe you can do this, you know, and that's that's my quote. <laughs> that, that, that adds a bunch of accountability, too, because when someone believes in you, you want to do them right. You want to give them a reason to believe in you. True. You want to put in the work True. because somebody's investing their faith in you or their belief in you and for that investment you want to do them well especially if you love that person you really want to make them proud and and that's an added layer of accountability that i think is is great yeah this sure is and then i don't know if, if if dallas knows the whole iron man story when i did that last year he i, I believe he he knows a, a piece of it for the last time i saw him he he recognized right away and uh but i had him uh, signed my Iron Man number last time I went to the PC and seen him a few months back, and I almost didn't because I'm 44 years old. I've never asked a celebrity for their autograph, and um, <laughs> so I was a little nervous, and um, I wasn't even going to do it. And then uh, Lacey was there, and I think she threatened me with she yeah she threatened me <laughs> with a, a very violent <laughs> act if I didn't. So I. I went and I caught him. I'm like, I feel silly, but I, you know, can you sign this? And then, but I, I told them, you know, it's because of you and, and a bunch of other people that said, I believe you can do this. I did this. I finally did it, you know, and uh, so th- th- that was a big moment. And it, it was um, one of the big moments of this journey. Of course, losing the weight was a big moment. Um, crossing the Ironman finish line was a big moment, and then having him kind of sign his name on that number because there was all it, it was all tied together um that was a big moment so it was um you know it, it was it's great to hear somebody anybody 
say that they can believe in you because it, it drives you to do stuff. So when somebody says that, even if it's not Dallas, if it's your neighbor, you know, that someone right. really believes you can do what you're going to do, so do it. <laughs> that he was the noted, uh, notary, uh, what is it called? Uh, notary that made it official, right? Sign yeah, that name ab- that, absolutely. That, and, it, you know, and it's hanging, it's hanging on the wall right now. It's, he's the one. He signed off on it. It happened, and it's going to happen again here in fifty-two more days. So, wow, we'll see. That's, yeah, going to do another one. That's crazy. We'll wow, that's, sure that's, that's so amazing. Great. How old are you, Ren? Uh, be forty-four next month. Forty-four, man. That's hats off to you, man. Not only is it, is it you know hard for anybody, but you know you start getting into your forties, you got a lot of excuses if you want them, and you don't you don't you're not you're choosing not to take them. You know oh, I'm older, you know needs going, you know. But as you get older, people accept your excuses <laughs> a little bit more. You know you're willing to pass things off as ah, I'm too old for that, but you know as long as you kind of keep that mindset. And Dallas always says he's he's you know such and such years young, and I do believe that's a mindset. You know it's it's a kind of once you accept that you no longer can do things because not just because how you feel, but because of the number that's on your age, you know, Oh, I'm in my forties. That's going to be harder. Yeah. I, I, um, people ask all the time and say, where you, man, where you get all this energy and stuff. And I say, I feel like I was when I was in the army, you know, and I said a couple of aches and pains here and there, but other than that, man, I'm ready to roll. And, uh, (laughs) it's, it's crazy. It's crazy how, you know, this, this works and it's, it's amazing, you know. I feel great. Um, I work hard at feeling great. You know, you don't. It, it takes work. You got to put in the work. So I have a no, weird question for you, Roy. Yes, um, ma'am. Looking. Oh, don't call me, ma'am. Sorry. <laughs> um, looking back, um, if you could go back to your self, how you were, say, five years ago, what we, what would you tell yourself? Oh, five years ago at uh, you know two hundred and ninety something pounds, uh, <laughs> um, I would say, you know, hey, do you recognize me? Um, you know, you're you're gonna get through these stupid thoughts that are in your head, and I think I, I wouldn't uh, tell myself five years ago how I would l- let him figure it out, you know. Um, right. But the, the weirdest thing about, you know, thinking, talking about, like, going back, I, I was actually talking to Lacey about this. Uh, she checks in on me from time to time. And mm-hmm. um, and uh, I said, I'm having a really weird day because that that day, just a couple weeks ago, um, I, I it hit me that two and a half years ago, it was like the two and a half year mark. And um, I remember being there next to my daughter and saying, I, I want to be this guy. I want to be this. I want to be able to do this. And I said, it's it's really, really weird because I'm looking at it. I'm inside my goal that I set for myself right now. I'm in it. I'm living it. I've, I've reached the point that I said I wanted to do. So it was really like kind of surreal in a way. I'm like, holy cow, it just hit me. Like I I said that day, sitting there on my knees, looking at a baby, what I wanted to be, and, and this is it. Like I'm in it right now. So it was really, really crazy and like a cool kind of moment, you know, because you know like, oh, yeah, I did it. I'm doing good. I did, uh, you know, lost a bunch of weight. I'm doing this. But then it, it hits you like, holy cow, like 
I really did it. So, so you got to hold on to that, you know. Yeah. You, you you see yourself at these goals, and you know, you, you took all these places that you never thought you you know you didn't see yourself taking or being open to, and and, and it's it's so important. You talked about five years ago, I was here. I'm sure five years ago, you kind of you know turned your nose up at some of the things you you take you know. You, you rely on today. We change as people. We were open to things that we, you know, we weren't open to, or we're willing to kind of let our pride down to kind of, you know, do this or let our, our, you know, you, you kind of open yourself up to a whole new world. And when you get into this, uh, you know, GDP yoga community, you come in cold. Uh, you don't know anybody. You're kind of still yeah. feeling out the program, whether this is legit or anything. Um, you open yourself up to uh, something brand new and, and amazing things happen. You know, it could have gone south. It could have been all just a, a scam and you could have just, you know, but you don't know until you kind of just poke your head in and look around. And the thing is, if someone pokes their head in for long enough, they're going to get results. And that's what keeps people here. And, and that's what you did, you know, your success. You looked around, you know, does this work for me? You realize it does. And, and now you're all in, and, and your you know your life has changed, and you're changing other people's lives. You're inspiring other people uh, constantly, and, and that's pretty awesome. You know, you got to be open to be to changing who you are at a fundamental level. Absolutely, I agree with that 100. percent Yeah, you know, I'm <laughs> no secret. I can be a snarky bastard, and, and a lot of times, a lot of the things, especially <laughs> in the fitness world. Mike? Oh, did he trip over the internet cord again? Oh, I think he might have. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Where up? There you go, folks. Mike Mullins broke the internet again. Like, right, right in time, too. Right? Good oh for him. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. Can't catch a break. Right? Oh, my goodness. So, Roy, what... Um, what do you have planned going forward? I know that there was mention of another Ironman competition. Um, what what else is going on? Uh, what's going on next? Jeez, so much um, besides that. Um, yeah, I got a couple more fitness goals, and um, I'm trying some new things uh, nutrition-wise. Um, I'm thinking uh, I'm not – going to go hardcore like losing more weight but i'd like to be down right. a little bit a little bit more before the next iron man see if i can kind of go a little faster um, mm-hmm. um but as far as nutrition nutrition wise i'm i've always you know past two and a half years i've been eating super clean just like the program says but i'm going to try some new things with uh kind of like uh, a lot of juicing type stuff uh vegetarian more type stuff not 100 percent, right. but um just some some stuff like that I'm ready to kind of experiment with. And um, I'm going to kind of kick it up another notch um, fitness-wise and and see kind of how far I can go with this thing. Um, I've been kind of moving steady for the past uh, year, 12 months or so, with, you know, stepping it up a notch from before. And now I think I'm going to kind of put the burners on and and see where it goes. Um, Have you ever... Thought about certification? Yeah, um, I have, and you know, a lot of the a lot of the guys in the group um, have been kicking around that you know that word a lot with me. Um, 
Right. Because these guys are they're inspiring, you know, like Steve and David and Ben and yeah and uh, Bruce and all them guys and and you know even Farron Farron will will say hey you know get out there and do something with it you know and and uh, and and Hayden likes to poke at me with it every now and then with like a little <laughs> hot iron. He's like, when are we gonna name? You know, put your name in the ranks. I'm like, hold on, man. You know, um, I'm coming. Yeah, and 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 it is something I would love to do. Um, but that, you know, watching these guys do what they do and um, taking that certification, you know, and getting all that advice from the yoga doc and everybody, that in respect to that, it demands everything I got. And yep. I'm not at that point where I can lay it all out on the table and dedicate it to certification to give it the respect that it deserves. So when I am kind of done with a couple of these other things I got, that's when I'll, because uh, I want to be able to devote everything to it. I don't want to yeah, just, you know, that. do it. I don't want to do it halfway. So, um, yeah, it, it's in the future. Um, as soon as I get yeah. a couple of these other things knocked out, I'm I'm ready to roll. I can't think I'm, of anybody better. Oh, um, thanks. Uh, I just want to let you know that Crystal threw me off the air in what was an attempt <laughs> I did at a hostile takeover of DDP Radio. Yeah. Uh, the alert of FCC. Well, that's the plan we've been talking about for weeks, but it, it took her longer. I, did, I was like, I thought that would happen in the beginning. <laughs> she she maxed headroom to the airways. <laughs> uh, Don't listen to any of this, Roy. It's all lies. Liar. Uh, <laughs> uh, we, we got a few minutes left. I scheduled up some extra 15 minutes of time in case you went over, but um, uh, I don't even remember what I was going with before I left, but... Um, Oh, I was I was just saying that there's a lot of like you know a lot of stuff in the fitness world, especially where you can roll your eyes out if you're somebody like me. But we're talking about laying down your guard and laying things, you know, kind of you know being open-minded to things that you kind of would think were stupid. And uh, you know, Augie Lang, famous comedian, there was uh, on Conan O'Brien one time. Uh, he was talking about how uh, when he was getting off drugs, he was quitting heroin back in the day, and you know he's been had some trouble since, but. Someone said to him, he said, well, have you tried running? And uh, Augie Lang's like, this guy's never tried heroin. Because yeah. heroin is nothing like running. <laughs> yeah. Nothing like running. But, you know, you, I was kind of in that mindset in other ways where I just, without even kind of giving it a second thought, you hear things and just like, that's stupid. I'm not trying that. But a lot of these things, you know, are, are actually legitimately helpful if you kind of, let down your uh, your uh, I'm too good for this roll your eyes mentality. You know, there's a lot of great replacements for things. You know, uh, you know, Stacey Morris her cookbook is so good for kind of changing uh, things that you love into healthier versions. Right. She'll suggest things <laughs> like you know smoothies that I I drink as a milkshake if they came from Sonic, but now that you tell me this and this and this is in it, I'm no way I'm good. But it tastes delicious. So. You know, except for kale, which is concentrated evil. I don't care what anyone tells me. Kale is evil. <laughs> uh, <Yeah. laughs> it's brought to us by the powers to be a ruined food. Um, it uh, tastes I'm like bug spray, but it's good for you. <laughs> it's good for you. But someone once tried to tell me that uh, kale chips are just as good as regular chips, and I no longer speak to that person. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I believe that either. <laughs> But um, but it is it's 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 true and, and 
when you get into when you finally get into a place where you where you need to change your life, when you're committed to this, I've worn out this body as far as it's going to go the way I have, and if I don't change, you know, the change is going to be done without me, you know, above soil. Once you kind of embrace that, you know, you really got to change, not even because you want to anymore, but you have to. You really put yourself in a headspace where you're open to try things. You're open to change your path. You're open to change your process. And I love that, you know, you're 44 years old and, you know, that would be an excuse for some people not to do an Ironman. But for you, what do I have to lose? You know, you're opening yourself up to a world that a lot of people would have closed the doors on right now. And, you know, you've done that several times throughout your life and you're sticking with the DDP yoga program. You're, you're embracing something that you didn't really kind of trust at first and it's brought you into a world where you've been successful. You've met people who have bettered your life and met people who've inspired you. You've inspired and we have this community of people here that is a bunch of people that came here from different reasons and circumstances because they're overweight or you're injured or you just need something, you know, to kind of boost your health or energy or, or fitness. And despite us coming from all different directions, we kind of uh, congregate under this banner of DDPY and we make each other better. And I know for a fact that you're making a lot of people's lives better in the DDPY community, DDPY community. I know for a fact you're going to meet a bunch of people tomorrow that's making your lives better. And we're all better for it. So it's, it's a pretty amazing story. Oh, well, yeah. thanks, man. I appreciate it. I enjoy telling it. Absolutely. I mean, I think, Roy, when I stop and I think about um, meeting you and just having that interaction with you, I think the one thing I've always wanted to say to you that I've never had the opportunity to is thank you for showing up for me. Oh, that's yeah, sweet. I really... I, I, I really, told you that... I, that, 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 that um, like I think we sat in the hallway next to each other for like three hours, and I said yep. that you know that was that was the trip, like that was why we were there. So that was very cool, absolutely. Yeah, one of the biggest gifts I walked away from when I went to Georgia was I got to call you friend, and that yeah. meant the world to me. Yeah, absolutely. that meant the world to me. I would agree to that. No. <laughs> And, yep, we thank you for showing up for us. And we didn't show up for you for the past four weeks. We left you here waiting. <laughs> right? The, well, the first time I was on, I was bumped like three weeks, too. So this is like, Sorry. Th- it's normal. It's totally normal. I'm totally I'm used to you, it Crystal. now. It's Crystal. Oh. <laughs> no, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Uh, oh. no, this has been a lot of fun. It's been a pleasure. and. You got to get some rest, man. You got to get up early, and you're going to tear it apart tomorrow. Make sure if you see Josh McAdoo, you, you give you him a, a swift punch in the arm for me. And uh, tell <laughs> Hayden, Hayden, and make sure you tell Hayden for me to shave his beard because he looks like he's in a cult. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what if when, when I see Josh McAdoo, I just intentionally completely ignore him and just pretend like he doesn't exist? So do that. Yeah, you're ignoring him on behalf of Michael Mullins. Michael oh, Mullins sponsored this ignoring. Classic. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be sure to be sure to tell tell the gang hi from you guys, and 
Um, yeah. I know some of some of them are in the hotel listening, and I I think I'm gonna actually go to the hotel here and uh, go ahead and check in and go to bed. I don't know. I haven't made my mind up yet. If I'm gonna just crash here and leave early, um, it's about th- about 25 30 minutes away. So it depends how early I want to get up. We'll, we'll see. But I'm excited. I'm anxious to get over there and um, yeah, no got a, got a little um, a little surprise for Dallas himself and. Uh, hopefully, yeah, Crystal knows what that's all about. She's one of two yep. people that know what what's going on with that. Uh, very Ooh. secret thank you gift. I'm sure that uh, Steve said there will be plenty of pictures. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to that. Tomorrow's going to be exciting. Yeah, I can't uh, wait to hear it. it. I go, I got to get changed with my Chippendales outfit before I show off some surprise. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, you can buy on books. <laughs> Oh man! Good uh, deal. All right, guys. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, be careful. Drive safe home, and uh, you guys have a blast this weekend. Uh, thank you so much, Roy, for coming on. You're welcome to come on anytime, man. We, we love having you, and and crystal vouchers for you. So whatever that's worth. Uh, yeah, uh, good. You know, right, yeah. right. All right, yeah, guys. Well, well, I love you. I'll talk right, to you man. soon. Okay. Take care. Love you. Have, have fun. fun. Uh, thanks, guys. All right. Well, that was that was a fun show. Uh, great time. Uh, great to have Roy on. Uh, we're sorry we had to bump him four times in a row. Um, but uh, thanks for for bringing his story to us, Chris. So that was that was awesome. And uh, I know there's a lot of other warriors the week we're going to want to follow through with in the future. And I get a whole bunch more on the docket ready to come on and, and inspire some people. So thank you so much, Crystal. Thank you. I have a really quick quote. Do you want to hear it? I was just going to ask you. Yeah, it's a, really, it's a really quick one, but I think it applies to just this show. Um, I don't even know who wrote it, but it's a really good one. And all it says is don't trade your authenticity for approval. Awesome. Yay. That's how you keep moving forward. That's how you keep your integrity intact and you keep your focus on the on the right reasons to be here. Absolutely, and, uh, absolutely. We'll be back uh, next week with another episode of DP Radio. While I try to wrestle the reins away from this program from Crystal Stewart, as she tries to throw me off air and completely hostile takeover DP Radio, but we won't let her, right, folks? Team Mullins and Josh, Team Stewart. Josh McAdoo taught me everything I know. <laughs> the power struggle yeah. for DDP Radio is on. Next week live at com. Thank you so much, Crystal. We'll see you guys Take next care. week. And uh, until then, have remember, fun. own your life. And uh, remember to have a great week. And, and, and do what you can in the moment. Make a good decision right now. See ya. Now. That's it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Paige. Oh! You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work and most importantly, own your life. This has been a presentation of DDP Yoga and Blog Talk Radio. Blame Canada. Blame Canada.